with Corey Ponce and John Bowen, Esquire. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Gaming LLC podcast. This is episode number three. After a lengthy contract dispute with Bill Neville (laughs) Studios, we are finally able to hammer it out. Finally get on the same page. We're uh, looking to sign Bill Simmons, so it's been a crazy month of contract negotiations. Yeah. And now we're back. We had a, a, a player hold out for a while, I think. That's <laughs> the way I would describe it, at least. A hold out? Yeah, hold uh, out. I yeah. would call it a hold out. A hold out, just, he just wasn't interested in the game. You know, didn't, you know he wasn't sure if he was going to come back to training camp or not. No, nah, it was like one of those personal reasons I had yeah, to leave. I, I think he had bad it. off-season conditioning. Uh, oh, 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 and then and then and then the guy just comes in the locker room and gets destructive, trying to break all the stuff. No, that, no. That's not really that's not really anything new. That's that's just you, just Corey being Corey, breaking stuff. No, remember when JD Drew had to leave for personal reasons because his kid had like a earache. That's basically what it was. So oh yeah, who had yeah. the earache? Well, that doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I had a bunch of law school stuff to finish. It's up like when uh, when Oswald had to go home to fix his house because it got torn down by a tornado, and they pulled his back, and then the Phillies were terrible. Oh, Roy Oswald, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we were on a little bit of a hiatus. I had to finish up some uh, exams, papers. I've also been coaching yeah, no, a lot. I know you. They were very hard exams and papers. The whole whole month, in fact, de- yeah. dedicated to studying. It's been a really hard, arduous semester. <laughs> all right, as everyone knows, who's been a second semester, uh, third year law student. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's just a grind. It's like that one L first semester. Yo, exactly the same amount of effort is put in. <laughs> yeah, so I did that shit. I did attend in my bar application, but now we should be back on a somewhat regular. Uh, schedule here so either you know over the weekend or a day or evening I should say during the week is probably when we're gonna start or be recording from here on out so we're back yeah I, I never left personally yeah I was, I was good to go but hey, but hey you got more important things to deal with I'm sure you've been playing plenty of games though and then all that time though right yeah I've been playing games yeah just not the ones you've told me to <laughs> well that doesn't count then uh, so what? So all right, I, I guess I'll get it out of the way early. Uh, what what have you been playing, Corey? What have I been playing? <laughs> well, since we last spoke on the podcast, I played a couple seasons of MLB with my road of the show, Corey Ponce, on the track for a Hall of Fame, of course. Started playing GTA Five all in first person in the uh, single player mode, which has been super duper fun. it's uh, about it. How about you, Johan? <laughs> well, well, let's back up for a second. So, okay, so you've been playing MLB The Show a lot more since we last did a podcast like three years ago, I think. Yeah. Um, 
do you have anything more to say on it? Do you? I remember I asked you for some some critical analysis last time, and it was a little uh, you know um, swing bat, hit ball, throw ball. Yeah, well, I do have a couple other comments. Those would be the following. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm doing a road to the show pitching, and it's super annoying. Like the gods will make a fucking shitty play and boot the ball, and then it'll be a hit and an earned run, and it'll be like minus twenty points. Or they'll make us like a stupid fucking throw. Like they'll go, it'll be a base hit to the outfield. They'll bobble it, and it'll still be an earned run. Annoying shit like that. So this, really piss me you, off. You have a big problem with the game scorekeeper. Yeah. Is is the, okay? And is, is that consistent throughout the uh, like? If you were playing like a single player, uh, not a single player game. What I'm trying to say is like a exhibition. You know, if you and me were just going to play a single off, one off game, does that still happen a lot? Uh, honestly, I don't know because I don't really like check the box score after each inning because I don't care because it's. <laughs> With the rest of the show, every every play that's made affects my character and, and how much experience points he gets. Whereas exhibition, the guy boots one in the outfield. I don't give a shit. So yeah. probably probably still happens. But one thing I do like is that if you let up a hit, you can run in the way of the runner and slow down his progress. <laughs> so if it's like a base hit up the middle, it kind of works against uh, it being this this hardcore sim, right? Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> just if you're run gonna, if you're gonna screw people with you know shitty errors as hits. Leading to earned runs, and I guess that's a, a fair trade off to run in the guy's way and not get any type of interference called. Um, or obstruction. Oh, I was confused. Is it obstruction? Which one of the fielder blocks? It's obstruction, uh, right? Or is that interference? You're the baseball guy. I don't know. I've watched I, a baseball game like two years. I remember years. it came up in Middlebrook, <laughs> that stupid play in the World Series. Remember that? Um, oh, yeah. That's, and the that's game stupid, ended yeah. on like a walk off obstruction or whatever. That was, yeah, that's right. Forgot I think obstruction that. is the runner, actually, and interference is the fielder. What a loser he was. Oh, yeah. he's the worst. What's he doing in San I hope he's doing horrible in San Diego. Yeah, he, he definitely is. He's terrible. Yeah. Just following Jenny Dell around like a puppy. Just, oh. Yeah, Will, you hit 107. Play winter ball. Nah, nah I'm good. Nah, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm outside. I'm the guy, Will. Yeah. That's a, diff- that's a different that's a different podcast, podcast. <laughs> yeah if, if you're not from boston listen to this Wilmerbrook sucks just remember that <laughs> um okay and and gta you've been playing first person first person online or just the campaign again? just the campaign uh, honestly what i've been doing is i'll start a uh commotion and get the police to come and then i'll <laughs> do the wanted level cheat so the police will still be walking around and then if you go up and bump into people and they try to fight you, the cops just like shoot them and blast <laughs> them away. That actually sounds pretty fun. Like, and the, the, I never like, really use the cheats in those games. I probably should. Yeah, they're honestly the same buttons as the PS2 version. I, you have this innate ability to remember codes. Yeah, that you can't read a menu screen, but you nope. can you can remember a code a decade later. R one R one B R two left right left right left right. That's the one of the yeah. I cheat. can't I, I can't do it, but I'll, I gotta go back to the cheats. Have you been um? Now that GT, I think, came on during our break, uh, came out for PC, which means it's now opened up to the modding community. Have you been watching any of those videos they've been making? Yeah, I saw the one where the, I think it was a, a chain gun shot <laughs> yeah. cats instead of... Oh, I saw one was a, it was a Gatling gun shooting cars. No, that's that it. Was it. Another one was like a cat was shooting people or something. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, it's really funny. I like those videos. It's... Uh, I know that in GTA 4 when it came out on PC, people just kind of went nuts with it. And uh, yeah. you could like play as the Hulk running around the city, stuff like that. <laughs> like, and it's just, uh, yeah, anyway, it almost makes you want to get a PC, but it, nah, it's never going to happen. Yeah, not, uh, <laughs> I'm not technically proficient enough to do that. 
One more quick comment on GTA 5. My favorite part of the game so far has been walking around in first person. I was doing the same thing following a cop. And for some reason, if you do it at an intersection, they just go to the corner and they just cross the street and they keep walking in a square, crossing the street, waiting for the uh, walk signal, signal to come up. But anyways, I started walking behind this uh, rotund woman who's on the phone. And she's like, yeah, you coming over tonight? You better not be going out with that bitch again. When you get home, I'm going to smell your dick. And <laughs> I think was, I've heard that line. Yeah, <laughs> I recorded it, and it's like I've gotten so many laughs out of that. But that's what GTA gives you, just stupid random shit that you're not even looking for, and they just give it to you, and it's hilarious. That's why. That's really why I've been getting back into that game. I mean, the script's like thousands of pages of just like oh random God, pedestrian yeah. people saying just stupid yeah. shit like that, which is great. Um yeah, I mean, I gotta, I do have to get back into it. We need to find another person to do heist with. So that's the problem. That's need, what I want to do a heist, and we just can't right now. I'm trying to convince. Uh, I, I'm pretty close to convincing Matt, uh, what friend of ours named Matt. Uh, he's a twin, Matt twin. Oh uh, uh, yeah, Matty boy. Uh, to get to get an Xbox One, and he, I think he's going to get one, which could help. Um, maybe get Chaz involved or something. But yeah, but yeah, we need. I, I do need to get back into that. That'd be fun. Um, yeah, all you can do is heist setups with two people, and it's just like, okay, cool. I stole these documents. Now I'm trying to pull. I don't even want to revisit when we did it that time with that cheeky English boy. Oh, no, that was terrible. That was just awful. The guys, yeah, you just kept running in there. It's just frustrating, you know, if you don't have friends. Yeah. Um, okay, well, well, I can save some time next week because when we talk, we have next weekend, it's going to be Corey, what are you playing? It's going to be Bloodborne, right? I, I've played a lot of Bloodborne. Right. I, I think that I'm getting uh, hated on unnecessarily here because I played a <laughs> lot, a lot of that. Um, yeah, because you help. So you beat the Blood Blood Starve Beast. Yeah, was called. I just beat him a couple nights ago. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. So you got. I'd say you're maybe a fourth of the way through, probably. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Um, yeah, you, but a lot of the good stuff is coming up. The story is still very gothic, and it changes as it goes. Yeah, it's tough because I usually play like you know before bed, and Bloodborne just so intense. It's like, oh god, well, if I die, I'm done. Well, it's not a game you can play for like forty minutes before right. bed. It's uh, isn't as uh, unique or in you know I hate saying this word, but inspired. <laughs> um, basically, uh, I, and I forget the the designer's name. But he was the is the visionary for the series. He's the one that you know made Demon Souls into this like crazy kind of cult hit, and did Dark Souls, which is kind of considered was considered the masterpiece. I think Dark Souls Two is made by From Studios, but he isn't the main designer on it. It was more of a get another one of these out. Uh, so it's the level design and just the the enemies and stuff. It's still fun and still good, but it doesn't have that kind of intangible specialness that I think Bloodborne has and I've yeah. heard that Dark Souls and games like that had. So, but it's still fun. It's st- fun being a, a relative term, I guess. It's still masochistic. It's really, really hard. Um, this is Scholars of the First Sin. It's an expansion, so you get, it's a pretty good deal. You get the Dark Souls 2, all three expansions, and they just redid a lot of the game. Like, all the enemy placements are different. A lot of the item placements are different. And it's they made it just way way harder, and it's 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 not necessarily in a good way because a lot of the way they made it a lot harder. From what I, I never played the original Dark Souls two, but from what I'm hearing is that they just threw more shit at you. 
So yeah. especially in the beginning of the game, there's this one part where you're you have to walk across this big kind of open area that has like fifteen zombies lying <laughs> down, and as soon as you get to one, it stands up. So you literally have to like inch up two feet, wait for the first guy to stand up, back up, fight him, then go up That's... to reanimate each one. And I guess original Dark Souls, it was like there was like three there. So they, they a lot of it's just making the game a bit more tedious than it was, but um. It's a lot different than, than Bloodborne. It's it's slow. I, I, I had this big guy with a shield. And I just hide behind it the whole time. And yeah. It, I was I was going to say two things. One is it's more a you know, stand there, true to form uh, Souls game where it's blocking, a lot of blocking, right? Well, yeah. They have the big change between Souls and Bloodborne is the blocking. But in, in Dark Souls, they had this system. They have this system called the parry system where if you whack him with your shield as he's attacking then you stun them. Yeah, okay. And that is essentially the exact same thing that Bloodborne is with the shotgun or the, the pistol. Um, the problem is I don't know how many people used it in Dark Souls because it's just safer to just hide behind your shield. Yeah. And, um, and it's really... It, but the, the, main, the main thing that is really hard to adjust to is in Blood, uh, Bloodborne, you have that uh, ability to regain health by hitting them right away. Your enemies, if you get hit, you yeah, hit them yeah. right away and you get some of that health back. Dark Souls, that's not there. As soon as you lose that health, it's gone. So it just makes you a lot more passive, and you're only going to pick your spots, especially in boss battles. Um, so it's a lot slower pace. It's a lot more. You have to. It's you. You plan a bit more, but I kind of like Bloodborne's feel of just of getting in there and tearing yeah, shit up. Yeah, rewards you know counter punching when you get hit, or not even counter punching, but taking one in the chin and coming back and taking a few swings against right, the power right. back. Um, one thing I haven't got into that a lot of the fans were disappointed with Bloodborne is that there's just a lot more variety in um in Dark Souls too, and I think the original Dark Souls, uh, Bloodborne, there's not really you can't really do different style character builds. It's basically you're you're playing as one. You can put your experience points into certain areas, but everyone's playing as the same super fast slashy guy. Yeah. You can kind of vary, you can you can you know get the hammer, use the hammer instead or, or you know use faster weapons, but it's really sort of all similar type characters where in Dark Souls you have that ability to be the big hulking tank with the huge shield, to be the naked guy with two swords, to be a, a sorcerer who shoots at stuff from a distance. So you still have that variety to kind of maybe go back and replay the game as a different style character. Uh Bloodborne I don't think really has that. It's you know, there's definitely a, it's a narrower vision of how you're supposed yeah. to play. Um, that being said, I'm I'm playing as the big hulking tank guy with a shield, and I don't have any desire to go back as a naked sword guy because I think I would get crushed. But um, yeah, so it's it's good, it's fun. I I would not recommend it as a maybe first entry into the series. I think that especially that first level that from what I heard is actually really easy in Dark Souls. Part of one of the criticisms when Dark Souls 2 first came out was that the beginning of the game was really easy. And now it's just really, really hard. Yeah. So um, I would maybe try to jump back to the original Dark Souls 2 or Dark Souls if you were going to jump in the series and didn't have a PS4 to play Bloodborne. Yeah, and I, I definitely like the narrowly tailored uh, characters better. And then, you know, you get 800 different slots that you can fill... Like it reminds yeah. me of Mass Effect. It was like, okay, you can upgrade every piece of everything you've ever had. And I'm, I was doing it. I'm like, what the hell am I even doing? I don't know what this is doing. Yeah, the 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 differences between Mass Effect One and Mass Effect Two, I think, is definitely apt in terms of Dark Souls Two versus to Bloodborne. It's definitely yeah. a lot simpler, and I think for the better. But oh yeah, 
um, definitely if, if you're if you're a hardcore RPG, you know, you love all those stats and all that, then you know, maybe you might be pissed off that Bloodborne simplified things, but I think it's a lot. It's more streamlined and accessible, at least. Yeah, there's nothing better than trudging through Mass Effect, the first one, and then immediately starting Mass Effect 2. Like, oh, God, this is so much better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is great. Yeah, you were one of those people that just was able to just jump right through. Like, Yeah, I played, uh, I think I played two first. Same. And then I went back and started a new guy, Black Shep. Have you seen the, I, don't, I haven't seen any pictures or anything yet, but have you heard the, the new Way 4 I love? Even though the ending of 3. Got me very upset. Uh, upset. Well, I should. I don't want to say that because I want people to let me in with the entitled, yeah, a holes who wanted who got the ending changed. Well, there's being upset, and then there's writing the creators and being like, you need to change this, so I like it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so art is allowed. I'm allowed to be upset with art. I don't. I'm not entitled to change it because I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. But so yeah, I didn't. I really didn't like the ending to three. But as a whole, that trilogy was just awesome. It's it's a world that I. I mean, I really like almost as much as like the Star Wars world, you know, just the that universe. Yeah, I used to lay in bed and listen to the Codex. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the, the detail that's gone into every single alien race and their their history and the, the wars they've been in is just so cool. Yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe hopefully a D three we get some some Mass Effect four. Yeah, uh, that would be exciting. so nice. Uh, quickly, you said it was from studios. It's from software. Come on. How about a modicum Did I say of professionalism? From studios? Yeah. From software studios? From software. No, I think it might be from software studios. Yeah, but you said from studios. Yeah. So you were wrong. I'm on a nickname basis. <laughs> yeah, you're tight with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I wish I knew that guy's name. Uh, I think it's like Mizugaki. I, I know. I don't want to just say some generic Japanese name, but it's something along those lines. It has a Y in it. Does Mizugaki have a Y in it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um,. Okay, moving on before we, we get racist. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, angry Asian people, we play Mortal Kombat. Yeah, there's some angry Asians, angry whites, angry, angry alien reptiles. <laughs> yeah, angry bug things. Everyone's uh, angry. Yeah. Every- <laughs> He's angry. <laughs> there's a lot of angry people in Mortal Kombat. So I got it, but you've played a fair bit with me, so I think we can both kind of at least speak about the gameplay. Um, yeah, I just beat you three straight times uh, right before we came on. Hey, I'm, I was playing as Reptile. We, we've, we've already talked about your ability to retain combo combinations <laughs> over decades. This is literally, I'm remembering combos <laughs> from Mortal Kombat 2, and I'm using them in this game. I'm it's awesome. just button mashing and you're shooting like skulls and, I'm and still spitting doing at me. The reptile floating orb into an uppercut. I'm yeah. glad that still works 22 Best years things, later. I, I would love to spam range attacks at you but i literally have don't have the ability to do it <laughs> i don't know what they are um yeah i mean once you if you're a player like me who's played i mean i i was telling john before uh, early, john yeah but i don't know john bowen, bowen earlier in the week that uh <laughs> like i was literally the kid who like put his 50 cents on the arcade cabinet and waited in line to play at like barrett's haunted mansion before he went to the haunted house like i was super super into it See, and, and I was the kid at the arcade who was scared by the people playing Mortal <laughs> Kombat and, and ran over and played The Simpsons and tried to. Oh look. yeah, I get worked every time, but it's still fun. <laughs> like, um, uh, like I know you, you're always interested in when you beat a tower, what you know the end story is for that character. Yeah, in Mortal Kombat two. You had to first of all, you had to put the cheat in so to turn blocking off, so you could actually win. And then you got like <laughs> twenty seconds to read that thing before it disappeared, and there's no internet. There's no internet to look so at what it like, was. Oh, okay, I don't know what it is. Like me and my brother used to literally 
<clears throat> we this Kids Space Two on our Hewlett Packard computer. It was like a <laughs> we used to write the combo. We like bought a magazine, wrote the combos in, printed it out in that paper. You had to rip the perforated oh my God. pieces off. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that was that was we were into. Wow, it. that's yeah. Okay, so so you beating me three times is. I mean, I'm not embarrassed. You by shouldn't that be. At all. I, I've I've always loved fighting games, especially the Mortal Kombat series. See, yeah, I don't like fighting games. I like Mortal Kombat. I think it's an and I I'm not. I don't know the series, but I've always liked Mortal Kombat. I think because of the characters are just a lot cooler. Yeah, I'm not a big fighting because I I actually hate combos. I, I like my style. Perfect style of fighting would be Arkham City. A uh, couple buttons of uh, dodge counter yeah, move. Exactly dodge counter. You know. Heavy attack, light attack, you know, but but when I'm actually right down, up, down, left, B, B, Y, like, I'm out, I'm out at that point. Um, it's a big reason why I don't think I ever got into God of War, because I just couldn't yeah. remember or do the cool attacks. I just do the basic attack over and over again. But I really like Mortal Kombat, I think, because I just think the characters in Sub-Zero and Scorpion and the rest of them are just so cool. And, and I actually really like the story, which is kind of funny, because it's a stupid sci-fi sort of story. Yeah. But I, I like it. You know, it's 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 uh it's a great kind of B movie, um, action movie type storyline. I mean, it it has been a great actual B movie live action. The first movie. one was yeah excellent. Yeah, so it excellent. it it, it tra- you can see how it translates and why the characters are so great. Um, when this when this game first came out or it was getting announced and we were seeing some of the fatalities come out. At first, I was really turned off by it. But you know, as I've had it, it's really just funny and cartoonish, yeah. and it's um, it's not too too gross. Yeah, it's I like mean, so absurd that it's not gross. Exactly. Once you the first time you see one, I think it is shocking. But then after you see, yeah. it, maybe maybe this is an argument for desensitization, which is not a good thing. But um, it you know I I, I don't object. I don't I don't I'm not going to argue with someone who finds it really objectionable because it is. Yeah. Um, it's very sort of thirteen year old aggro type <laughs> um, yeah but i mean that's the i mean i've always been the guy that laughs when people get their head cut off in movies and shit i always find that like yeah absurdist violence very funny that's why i really like the gta series but I, i'd be i'd be remiss to not mention this story from when i was in sixth grade and uh i had mortal kombat trilogy on the nintendo 64 and the columbine shooting happened and like a few days later i'm like looking through trying to find where i can play mortal Kombat. where the hell is the cartridge and my mom's like, yeah, I took it away from you. Like, that's too violent. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to somehow get guns and shoot up the school because I played Mortal Kombat? Well, no, you're going to shoot a fireball at your school and, yeah. and then go with the scorpion hook at your teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to do that, though, can you even be mad? Um, it'd be impressive. Get over here. Just reminds me of that NRA press conference after the Sandy Hook shooting. We're like, in this game, super kill kindergarten death RPG it shows people killing. It's like a flash game from '95. Is oh, their yeah. point of reference? I mean, we could we could spend an entire hour and a half talking about just the the, the horseshitness of just one politicians one and people blaming video games. Like one researcher under age fifty would be able to uncover. A trillion better I mean, examples. It, it comes down to one simple fact: is that video games have never been more violent or visceral or specific or realistic. But youth violence is at an all-time low. So, yeah. explain that one for me, Mister Lapierre. 
gun loving yeah all right guy um and i don't hate guns i just think no that, that's a horrible <laughs> but, but i don't blame video games either yeah um I, let's say i don't hate guns but i think they're slightly more to blame for violence than video games yeah i, I think <laughs> I, I think can is that, that. am i going out on a limb there I think um, that's more than fair so yeah the violence in mortal Kombat is look if you're a parent I don't know how many parents are going to be listening to this right now, but if you're a parent, do not let your kid. Oh play yeah, that's the thing. My it's, kid, it's, I'm not going to let a 10, 11, 12 year kid yeah. play this or, it, or GTA or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, these violent stuff comes down to responsible parenting, which is a whole other big, big topic beyond our, our pay grade on this podcast. But um, which comes into Collins' the question: Your parents, uh, you know, ability to raise you as I bought you that mature game that time when I think I was seventeen, you were sixteen. Where were the parents at? Up? I think it was Manhunt. Where um, were the parents at? They would have thing is they would have gotten before me by that point. They uh, yeah no I'm kidding. Sixteen I think. Yeah, I think you should be able to handle yourself. Yeah, it's at sixteen. Uh, they bought me GTA in eighth grade, which was great. They, they they actually did. They did have a long talk with me about it. They like they bought it, and then my mom looked at it. And she's like ah, and then she she did let me open it and play it. But they there was some hesitation. But they tried. I mean it's it's yeah it's some kids are fine and you you know you can let them see r-rated movies at maybe an earlier age and other kids are little psychos that maybe you gotta keep yeah. some stuff away from yeah it's like when i actually i rented mortal kombat one because mortal kombat one didn't have the blood but mortal kombat two did really i, I accidentally that. they accidentally gave me mortal kombat two i was such a goody two shoes i was like mom they gave oh, me the, wow. with the blood oh my god Can you believe that shit wow see i used to tell my parents well like oh this game lets you turn the blood off and it was just a blatant lie <laughs> Some like one game ever did it. I'm like, oh, this is one of, this is one of those games you can turn the blood off. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. They don't. They, I don't even think they make the ones that you don't have the option anymore, mom. <laughs> like, just get me everything. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but it's fun. It's um. Again, I button mash. You know the combos, and I can see now superiority of knowing the combos <laughs> versus just. But I but I can win on medium, and got through the story just button mashing, and um, it's just it's really tight. The graphics are awesome. Yeah, they're really cool. Um. If you're against Scorpion and Sub Zero, just look awesome. Yeah, um, you know they, they get they get kind of sweaty and, and roughed up and bloody during the fight. Um, I think there's a good combination of character of classic characters and new characters. I'm actually a, sort of a fan of a lot of the new characters. Yeah, I think they fit into the story well. They're not stretches or just totally random whatever. They yeah. actually they make sense. I think. Um, I forget where I read this, but someone said that it, that it has the lowest ninja quota. Of any uh, Mortal Kombat series where you don't just have a bunch of Sub Zero Scorpion clones of every color, which I, mean, I feel like uh, there's still it, like five of them in there though. Uh, well, it depends if you count Reptile. I mean, Reptile, Ermac, Rain, Scorpion, Sub Zero, Smoke, Noob Cybot. Yeah, but they're not in the game. Oh, they're not, is Smoke and Noob Cybot not in it? No, Smoke makes one appearance in a cinematic. Oh, okay. Um, I would say Ermac is not a Ermac's a mummy. I wouldn't say he's a ninja. He was a ninja in the old games. Okay, he's 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 definitely solid mummy now. All right, um, solid, <laughs> solid supernatural mummy. He does. I wouldn't count him as he floats around. The ninja, ninjas don't float. What, what kind of like wrapped up mummy or Brendan Fraser mummy? Uh, wrapped up mummy with glowing eyes. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he 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 doesn't he doesn't when you move he doesn't walk he levitates. And, oh, okay, you know, so that's so. a. He's like a straight up supernatural being. It's a big departure from yeah. Mortal Kombat trilogy. Uh, yeah, noob noob Cybot isn't there. Uh, Reptile is an actual lizard now. He's yeah. less ninja. I guess you can count him, but he's not. Uh, you know, it's not Mortal Kombat. First of all, Mortal Kombat one and two. It was basically a GIF 
that was just yeah. repeated over and it had like six animations that just repeated over and over and they would just change the color palette of Sub-Zero and, and Scorpion and <laughs> yeah. different things. But um, yeah, I like the, I like the new characters. I like, I think the, the fact that a lot of them are relatives of like you have Johnny Cage and uh, Sonya Blade's daughter and Jax's daughter and uh, it, it adds some sort of legitimacy to them so right like away. Kong Lao's son too or something? Uh, it's Who's Kong the- Lao's cousin. He's gay, right? So right. that's well, kind of a watershed I want, moment. I don't want to talk about that because um, Liu Kang is a homophobe, it turns out. And I think I sent you a text about this when it happened. Yeah. I but I was, I was playing a tower as, um, oh, what's his name? I think it's... Is it... No. Liu, is it Liu Kang? <laughs> Liu Kang? No, no. Is it... It's Jin something... Oh, God. I don't yeah, remember. it's something like it's that. It's something Jin. I think that's first first name. But, um... You, there's a scene you find out he's gay during the story where there's a scene where Raiden's giving him a pep talk. It's not explicit either. It's not explicit, it's but, but the, the developers have come out and said that that's what they're, they're referring to because they were asked, I think, by Kotaku. And the guy pep talk to go join the Shaolin monks. <laughs> and sounds hilarious me explaining this. Um, <laughs> I know. And, uh, this is like an everyday At occurrence. one point, the guy's like, oh, they'll never accept me. And he's like, oh, they, only care, they care what's what's in your heart, not who your heart desires. And, yeah, uh, and that's what that's the, the sign that he's gay. But then you're playing. You, you're, I was just playing. I think just a random tower as um, as Jin, and um, and uh, come Liu Kang comes up. You know, hero of the series, right? Like main character. Yeah, for decades. You know. Goody Two Shoes, all good superhero. Right, right Goody Two Shoes superhero. And then so we're getting ready, and um, Jin goes, "Hey, you know, you never accepted me." And then <laughs> Liu Kang goes. I'm aware of your proclivities. <laughs> and Jin's like, hey, like, you jerk. I'm like, yo, Liu Kang, not cool. Not cool at all, Lou. Not what? <laughs> I haven't heard anyone write an article like, Liu Kang is a homophobe. Like, yeah. Right? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You just, I guess maybe, I don't know, 20 years of being a good guy. I don't know. Maybe it's from one of those like repressed Asian countries where they still <laughs> all hate gay people. <laughs> He's a good guy, but you know, just a little too conservative. So, yeah, you know, I, that's. Uh, I was I was shocked. I'm guessing <laughs> why would they do that? I, don't I know why a developer makes that that choice. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Not that it's said in the game, but I'm figuring Johnny Cage would be cool with it. Oh yeah, Johnny Cage. Yeah, I know. I finally unlocked the classic Johnny Cage, the the no shirt, sunglasses Johnny Cage with like the three quarter shorts on or the pants. Uh, uh, I think he has pants. He has the belt, big belt buckle that says cage. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy about that. I was, I was working my way to get that. Um, I have one uh, criticism, and this is of the story, which is kind of stupid to say, but <laughs> I'm kind of pissed how Shao Kahn is out, and there's just like Dusek Machina. Like, no, I was controlling Shao Kahn. It's yeah. me. Which was kind of annoying. Cause Shao yeah. Kahn was always super cool. Badass. Yeah, you play as a Chinook. You don't play. You fight Chinook, who uh, is the basically the king of the Nether Realm. Because before it was Shao Kahn was Outworld, right? Right, uh, only Outworld. So, um, so the different area, but yeah, Shao Kahn was just cooler, and he had the, the skull mask. And and this guy is like a more effeminate Voldemort. He's, he's, <laughs> he's too like, serious too. Like Shao Kahn would be laughing, he'd be saying funny things as he was blasting you with his hammer. Yeah, this guy Chinook's basically just 
he's supposed to be some god or something. He was basically just this wizard, regal sort of. Yeah, which is, know. to me, kind of boring. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Shao Kahn was definitely a better end, end boss than this guy is. And I kind of wish they had Shang Tsung in it, too. I always liked him. He was always cool. He's the shape-shifting guy, right? Yeah. You, you, you could play as the person you're, you're fighting, right? Is that... Is that what his power was? Yeah, you could change into whoever you're fighting. Yeah. He had his unstoppable fireball attack where he would lift three fireballs up from the ground and hit you every time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get the feeling that so far the combat pack, they've announced four characters. I feel like there's going to be a lot more. I feel like this. Yeah. they've already, I mean, out of the box, you could not play as, excuse me, as I burp into the mic. Um, you couldn't play as Goro. You had to pay five bucks to get Goro. I, I, had, I still haven't gotten him because I don't really... That's like a, such a stretch. Goro. Five bucks for one character. Yeah, and then and then the combat pack is twenty bucks, and you get four characters at least, and some costumes for other people. But I'm gonna get it because honestly, I want to play as Predator. I'll probably pay twenty yeah. bucks just for Predator. <laughs> um, but right now it's just Jason, and I don't know me. I'm gonna get it, but so you you could hypothetically unlock those costumes right without paying, but you couldn't get the characters without paying. No, the costumes that you get from the oh, pack are, extra just, are, are just okay. are not unlockables. They're they're the, it's like a samurai pack or something. So I feel like yeah. I feel like they're just gonna keep pumping out more and more content. To it seems to be Warner Brothers mo. Um, this is I think a good time to talk about uh, something we would probably bring up later. But dealing with another Warner Brothers game, uh, Batman announced there. The game I think we're both excited for Arkham Knight. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Forty dollar season pass. <laughs> Forty dollars. I mean, Two thirds of the price of the game. Season pass. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? I'll let you start. I mean, I'm I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I haven't just like bought that shit before. <laughs> oh yeah. But I think I'm at the point in my life where if the game's like that, I'm like, fuck it. I'll wait for the game of the year edition. That's still sixty bucks with all that shit included because it's like. Why go out and spend on all this shit? You don't even know well, if it's going to be good. The problem is, yeah, we, I feel like we're both going to get Batman when it comes out, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, probably. But, I, I mean... I, I mean, the thing is, the game looks like it's going to be a great game, regardless of what extra stuff they're holding back. Then they'll do, they'll do an Xbox Gold sale, though, where that's like 15 bucks or something in like four months. I hope. I don't know. It's It seems Warner Brothers... And not just Warner Brothers. I shouldn't pick on. Them. Is that Rocksteady too making this one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is it's a back real to the A team. Okay. Yeah. This is a real one. This is. They don't even acknowledge the origins as a trilogy. All right, this is a straight up Arkham. Never trilogy. played that. I didn't either. You know. Um. So it, it looks like a great game. But forty. It's two thirds the price of the game for. Again, it, it'd be one thing if they already announced a huge expansion that they're going to come out with, uh, like a whole new sort of campaign. I I, I get the strong feeling that's it's going to be a couple costumes. And a couple like side quests mixed into the campaign, and you know they already said like you're gonna get some more Batmobile skins and and, and some some race tracks. <laughs> the the skins like, kill me. Like <laughs> when I see kids in Call of Duty with their like tiger guns, and yeah, like, oh, I paid ten bucks for that. Like, you know, you at doing, least man, at least the skins. If the skins are just packaged separately, I mean, if you want to pay for it, go for it. You know, but the the, the season pass. It's supposed to be a deal, you know? Yeah. Like, that's the whole idea. As opposed to buying every piece of DLC individually, you're supposed to get a break by signing up from the beginning. And, like, why why would you do that this time? Just, I really hope people don't sign up for it. Right. And, uh, um, I mean, I mean, not, not that they're the same games, but then there's new, uh, Wolfenstein, uh, Far Cry 3. They're releasing separate entire games for 20 bucks. Yeah, 20, 20 bucks. I mean, I'll, I'll get to it in a second, but 
Old Blood is $20, and it's like a solid eight-hour campaign yeah. that's been added on. Um, and this is $40, which, again, is, I keep saying it over and over again, two-thirds the price of the original game. And it seems like it's like a bunch of skins and some side quests, and, and uh, it's just but that, really bad. I mean, bad. that's where it's trending, and they're going to keep doing it as long as people pay. I hope at yeah. some point everyone's just like, all right, this is enough. It has to come eventually, because I mean, we're getting to the point of these anti, just general anti-consumer practices. I mean, eventually, I'm I, I'm always someone who doesn't like to jump on those those bandwagons of complaining because I feel like a lot of video game fans are these entitled man children who don't get how economics yeah. works. But in this case, it's just straight up like anti-consumer. It just is. It's just not thinking about your fans and trying to just pump every last penny out of them, as opposed to you know. You should be doing that with the quality of your games, not just right. And I think that also <laughs> ties to DLC. Uh, you know, pre-order pre-order deals on games that come out that are broken. Like, yeah, I was talking to you. I went to GameStop. I think when I bought MLB, they were like, "Oh, you want to pre-order this, this, and this?" So I was like, "No." Like, well, you get this like friggin' cloak that the guy can wear. But I don't fucking care about that, man. Yeah. I don't care. Like, and the fact that. Pre-ordering from certain stores gives you certain things that aren't uniform throughout the whole game. It's just like, come on. Yeah. Uh, the, the moment I remember I really started to get pissed off about this idea was Battlefield 4. Because I bought the premium pack to that. Because in, in, in the reason I bought it is because I loved Battlefield 3 and I played all the expansions and loved it. And I think I, don't, I, don't, I didn't buy the premium and I ended up paying more money because I kind of bought it piecemeal. And I'm like, okay, well this time I'm going to get the... yeah. The premium stuff because I know I'm gonna love this stuff, and I, I still did in a vacuum. But the problem is the game didn't fucking work. Yeah, it's and, like... and it lagged. And I mean, the maps they came out with was great, and you know the content, substantively the content was great, but the game didn't work. So I couldn't, you know, it's this laggy mess, and I paid an extra, you know, twenty whatever thirty dollars for the premium pack, and I'm at that point I'm like never again. Never right, <laughs> and you know what? It's it's become kind of a cliche in the industry, but you pay or you vote with your wallet. Yeah, until people stop paying, they're just going to keep doing it. Yeah, because why wouldn't you? These are not these are not public trusts, right? Yeah, people think that that, and you get it in sports too, and and stuff where they think that these are, these are these are somehow you know public trusts like the Green Bay Packers. We all own a share of this company because they're the characters we like. No, these are companies whose sole purpose for existing is to make as much money as they possibly can. That's right. the only reason they're there. The, the only reason you get Mortal Kombat or the only reason you get Halo is because they sell a lot. The only reason Halo gets to be sweet is because they can put a lot of money in it because they know it will sell a lot. Right. Um, so, yeah, it, it's complicated, the, you know, balancing the economics of the industry with just being a good company to your consumers so hopefully warner brothers and and other companies do this too you know that the the infamous turning point was the horse armor in oblivion oh my god yeah the five dollar horse armor and it all just went downhill from there uh because but bethesda will tell you it sold people bought it people bought it and that's why that's why it worked we all make fun of it but people bought it so um that was our, our our pessimistic economic diatribe of the week. Yeah, uh, I wanted to revisit Mortal Kombat for one point, and that is okay. keep in mind we're, we we're, have we have the menu screen of the computer characters playing on a loop in the background. Yeah, of us, so <laughs> he keeps I keep getting my attention drawn to it. But yeah, can we talk about whoever negotiated the deal where other or 
Nether, what's it called? Outworld. Nether Realm Studios. They couldn't. No, no, no. Oh, in the game, oh. they couldn't just invade Earth. They had to do a, a ten-person tournament. Who the hell yeah. is the diplomat that negotiated that? That's okay. an amazing, amazing deal. Well, yeah, and and who's the diplomat that in Mortal Kombat Two was like, hey, uh, that that whole five hundred year ten tournament rule? Let's just do one this time. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was Raiden who negotiated that deal. Idiot. Did he renegotiate? That? I think he allowed that to be renegotiated. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a silly story. That's great. If you saw the the nineties movie, you know. You know that it's silly. The first one. The second the first one's one. terrible. I never saw the second one. I saw it in theaters. I mean, that's why I, li- I I do not like fighting it. I just don't like them. But I like Mortal Kombat. I don't like Street Fighter. don't like Soul. The last one I bought was, I think, Soul Calibur 2 for OG Xbox. Um, but it's it's the characters and the story and then and, and the hilarious violence that, that I'd like Mortal Kombat for. And I'm going to be playing this game. Maybe maybe I'll be better at fighting games after I yeah go through this. But we'll see. So that's a yes from both of us. If you couldn't, yeah, even that. I think yes. If you really are a Mortal Kombat fan, it's obviously a yes from you. Even and even if you just kind of are a very casual fighting fan like me, um, uh, casual putting it you know mildly, then uh, it's still fun. It's still great. Um, okay, uh, yeah, we're at the uh, forty minute mark here. So why don't we move on? You want to talk yeah. about uh, the Wolfenstein expansion? Yeah, for a I've I've only played it for about I want to say. Uh, like, Two hours, maybe. Um, and I'm enjoying it. It's The pacing is a little weird in the beginning. I think they had this long stealth section that just took forever that I just kind of got annoyed with. Yeah. Um, but definitely a different vibe. It's um, The vibe I've been hearing, I, I haven't gotten to the second half where those um, Nazi zombies come out. Got a lot of Nazi zombies. Yeah. It, it's a big nod back to, re- if anyone played Return to Castle Wolfenstein, that came out, I think that was like 2001, 2002. Which I loved. It was one of the first. It might might have been like the first online shooter I ever played, where yeah. on computer, where you actually, you know, had a, an arena type uh, uh, online thing before I got into Counter Strike or things like that. Um, so it's definitely a nod back to that with the sort of occult zombie. Uh, I mean, occult Nazis as opposed to the, you know, nineteen sixties future storyline. It's it's a prequel to the main campaign in uh, New World or New Order. Um, but it's if you know if you like the original game and you're gonna like this, it has the same sort of gameplay. Same, I mean, there's less story. So if the reason you loved, if you liked Wolfenstein just for the story, there's less of that. But it's an expansion, so it's sort of uh, uh, expected. I think I'm, I'm gonna be willing to give it the benefit of the doubt there. Yeah, but similar. I haven't got again. I haven't gotten the second part where the zombies come out. I don't know how that changes the gameplay. But the the first half is the same gameplay. You know, stealth until someone sees you, and then. You blast know, away, yeah. Then, then two-handed assault uh, <laughs> yeah, rifles blasting yeah. away. So it's the same exact thing. Um, and yeah, I like it. It's um, you know, I'd probably give it a solid, you know, B plus type expansion. Wow. I mean, the thing is, it's twenty bucks and it's a full, you know, eight-hour campaign. From what I've heard, I haven't pl- I haven't gotten there myself, but I've said I've heard it's about eight hours. So and you don't even need the original game; you can just get it. So you don't need Wolfenstein to play it. Um, so that's great. I love when they do that. They did that with um. I remember the Far Cry Three expansion, yeah. but, uh, Dragon Dragon Blood, or what was it? The Neon. Oh my God! Red uh, Dragon, Dragon uh, Blood, Far Cry Dragon, whatever. Everyone knows what we're talking about. But it was that, Blood Blood Dragon, Blood Dragon. That there was a Blood go. Dragon. Yeah, yeah. So same same type of same type of deal. And yeah, I think it's if you liked Wolfenstein, it's kind of just a no brainer that you'll enjoy this. If you want to play eight more hours of Wolfenstein, then go get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I think we wanted to quickly kind of shift gears into movies real quick. 
Oh yeah, well you saw Ultron, right? Uh, I saw Avengers: Age of Ultron. Uh, it was good. I mean, I obviously it's not as good as the first one, which is one of the probably the best superhero movie of all time. But it's entertaining yeah. nonetheless. It kind of drags. There's just I don't know if this is a spoiler, but you know they had their initial showdown with Ultron. Of course, they lose the first round. I don't think that's a spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> and then they go to uh, Nighthawk. Nighthawk has a. This might be a wait, spoiler. You, right? Wait, Hawkeye? You mean? Yeah, Hawkeye. Who's Nighthawk? Nighthawk's the guy from from Batman. The the or the Robin or from Step Brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was what I was thinking of. Uh, let's just go with the Step Brothers one. Yeah, so you go to Hawkeye's house, and apparently, he's, mild spoiler, he's had a family the whole time that he's been hiding away. And okay. they just go to this farmhouse for like 45 minutes, and they're just dicking around, just doing nothing. Like they expand on the Hulk, Black Widow love story. It's just like, oh. It was the perfect time to take a pee and get a refill. That's what I did. Okay, so when when they when they start getting to that area, go to the bathroom. Save your pee for the farmhouse. Okay, I Save promise your pee you for the farmhouse. That's actually I think a good advice going into any movie. What's the part where I know I can go to the bathroom? In? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. It's at your, you you gotta take a poop. You can go for forty minutes and shit. Honestly, <laughs> that's where it's at. But, wow. Okay. But I mean, it's good. You know, the big yeah. explosions. But uh, Thor and Cap, they have like a bunch of tandem moves that are sweet. Like there's one where like. Cap soft tosses his shield to Thor and he like baseball swings it and kills like 20 people or he's robots they have one where he hits the shield and it reverberates and makes this you know force field that knocks everybody down so it's cool the effects are really cool the Hulk the Hulk versus what's it called Hulk Iron Man or something Hulk Buster Hulk Buster that was it's like it's good but it's kind of super CGI ish yeah where everything's fake but it's still good definitely recommend seeing it. it's a good movie Cool. Yeah, I'm going to see. I mean, I don't expect like as much as Avengers. I liked Avengers. I wasn't I really like Avengers, but I'm not uh let's say, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy has really took my like, you know, geeked out completely to that yeah. movie. So it's not quite to that level for me. I really like it. I like Captain America Winter Soldier. I think the Civil War stuff coming up sounds really cool. Um kind of a spoiler for you knew all these guys were going to live cuz they're all in Civil War coming up. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of they're kind of building towards the ultimate story that's yeah. going to come out in like twenty thirty. You know, there's another one of yeah. those. What's uh, that? What's the thing in Guardians of the Galaxy called? The orb that they're trying to get? Oh, um, I forget. Yeah, Thanos is well. Thanos is trying to get the Infinity Gauntlet, right? Which is, yeah. has all the different. It's the cube and the orb. And yeah, the so Loki there's, there's stick. like four of them or something. This yeah. movie, there's another one that they're fighting over. Uh, what's the guy's name? Not James Khan. The guy who was Robert California in the office, he does the Ultron voice. Robert California? James Spader. Oh, James Spader. Spader. Yeah. Okay, I was out of the office by then. <laughs> oh, it's hot. I was begrudgingly, agonizingly watching that yeah. at that point. It was the Black so terrible. guy. Yeah. Yes. yeah. He's good. He's funny. He's like, it's, he's not a straightforward, I kill you robot. He's got a little bit of personality. How, so. uh, how is the, the albino monk from Da Vinci Code as Vision? Uh, not great. Not a ringing endorsement there. No, like he's he. Um, this is like super spoiler. So if you want to turn right, it off, nah, for a minute. Eh, hold off. Just you. We just say so. Not really great. Performance well, this guy. On this, your... Let's put it. This guy appears and he's like supposed to be the strongest guy, and he's like kind of not that strong. Okay, fair enough. Well, I, well, I mean, how about the performance though of of, of albino monk? Okay. Maybe okay. Nothing crazy. Yeah. It was good enough. How's uh? What about Scarlet Witch? Is she. Uh, she she's okay. Her yeah. and her brother are okay. They're fine. Um, they handle her well. Un- underseller, overseller. 
She's a she's a powerful MCU type um, character, I think. Maybe a little bit undersold. Okay. Like she gets pissed off at one point and like starts jacking up her powers a little bit. Okay. Um but Tony Tony Stark is hilarious per usual. Yeah. Good. Um yeah, I mean Iron uh Patriots in it. So it's cool. I mean yeah. all the guys are in there it's, flying around. It's cheap really shit, an so. impossible task to try to up to you know up the stakes than the uh, from the first one, really. I think, and, and yeah, and, and give everyone their moments and all that. You know, it's it's it, pr- can be it's hard to not make it a bloated type, right? And it could have been a huge letdown, but it really wasn't. It was really really good. Yeah. Okay. So good. I'm I'm gonna I'll watch it. I'll enjoy it. I'll see it on cable. Enjoy it again. Yeah. Um, speaking of, and and the reason we're talking, we think a lot of this superhero stuff overlaps with the same audience we're going with with the video games. Yeah. Um. The the Batman Superman trailer came out, which we haven't had a chance to talk about a lot. Everything everyone else did, but God, that what are your thoughts? First of all, because mine are not good. I watched it on my computer and it was horrible. I will say in the it was in the movies before Avengers. It felt better in the movies, uh-huh. but it was still like, do you bleed? I was like, what? Yeah. Is what that is, is that, that? Wish, some wishful thinking on your part? Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Hoping. I mean, super wishful thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I. I I think it looked really dumb, and I think it's going to be really dumb. Affleck and... kind of looks stupid as Bruce Wayne wow. in that scene. Pro- I mean, look, and I admit I'm biased against it already because I have never liked a Zack Schneider movie. I think they all suck. Yeah. I mean, Superman, the first Superman movie was by far his best movie ever, I think. I yeah, mean, and it was poop. And it was still like, yeah, mediocre Not at best. But it wasn't good. Mediocre at I, Yeah. Meh. It was, it's so, I mean, especially, I, I don't like Superman anyway, so... I think it's boring, but uh, Superman fans were were very upset with it, saying it was all you know, po faced and like moo angst, angsty Superman. Where Superman's not supposed to be really like, it's supposed to be a little more campy than that. Yeah, I mean, it's just a commentary on Superman. You make a guy who literally can't die. Yeah, <laughs> he beats yeah. Everybody it's, and you I can't mean, make any intriguing. There's a reason villains, why really. Batman's more popular is because he's a human being. Yeah, um, and Spider Man has so many cool villains he can fight against. Yeah, but uh, Zach, I mean. I thought. I mean, you've seen it already. Where, uh, what's the 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 comic book? Um, the like the best one ever that, that Zack Snyder did. I'm, I'm blanking on it. Uh, I'm gonna say the Killing Joke, even though I know that's not it. No, the um, what's the movie he did with the owl? Oh, 300. Oh, oh, um, Watchmen. Watchmen. Watchmen's considered like the best, like by a lot of people, is one of the best graphic novels, if not the best graphic novel of all time. Like beloved, and he just comes in and just I felt pooped on it yeah, just it was, it was horrible that movie horrible i liked rorschach rorschach how do you say that yeah rorschach rorschach, rorschach yeah he was cool i mean and you have the, the blue dick flopping around blue dick and, was interesting <laughs> it was awful they have that weird whack out whack sex scene in, in the in the owlmobile oh the terrible music playing it was, yeah. it was so bad with that and, nerdy guy who so sucked. so we've already seen Zack snyder take a beloved comic book character you know storyline and just butcher it. Yeah. So, and I mean, if anyone saw Sucker Punch, I don't see how you can be confident <laughs> in, in Zack Snyder moving forward with these franchises. So, I'm I'm extremely pessimistic on DC's plan going forward. I think Marvel's just truly effing them in the A right now, <laughs> and I don't see that stopping. It's I mean, the model is right there for you. Yep. You see, you see one company that has their shit together, and the other company that doesn't. Well, DC yes. has a bunch of different writers competing for the movie. Or yeah, Marvel that, has everybody working that, together. That right? was a story that came out this week. I, uh, I think I think it might, might have been Forbes that had it or someone, but that basically there's um there's some people at Marvel who really have 
the whole picture under their thumb. It's the whole it's thing all is planned their vision out. planned yep. out. It's there, and they have final call, and they're going to make the movies that they want to make. Whereas DC is making sort of this like ad hoc. Uh, everyone throw your your ideas into the pot and see what comes yeah. out. And you actually have multiple writers sort of competing over the same movies, and they're picking and choosing different parts and different ideas from different scripts and trying to piece together stuff. And I mean, and they're they're directors and and, and screenwriters who. There were there were notable names, but I can't remember them now. Of course, who are, who've just dropped out of the process because they're like f this. This is just craziness. So I don't. If if you if you're confident and or hopeful that DC is gonna match what Marvel's doing with their properties, I would I wouldn't count on it. Not yeah. anytime soon. It's like Marvel's the Roman uh, army, and DC's a bunch of sell swords who they try to all hire to go towards the same goal, and it's just not working yet. Yeah, that's. Have Game of Thrones on the brain, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it sounds it sounds like that, right. Though? Yeah, yeah. Anytime you can bring in Roman army and sell swords, it's fine with me. Yeah. Um. But oh, okay. So last thing, I think, right? Yeah. Time wise, speaking of, well, let's, let's conflate the movies and the games. Star Wars, uh, Force. No, what's it called? Force, Force Awakened. There Force is. Awakened. I was gonna say Force Unleashed. That was an old game. Yeah. Um, we got that coming out and Battlefront trailer being revealed back to back. Both looked amazing. Both looked Let's amazing. Let's be honest. Both. The problem is with me too is I watched uh, both trailers came out and I had a delay, so I watched the Star Wars trailer and then the Batman trailer like back to back. And the Star Wars one, I was just like going nuts, and then Batman, I was like, oh. <laughs> what is uh? What is Han Solo saying? It. Let's go. Oh, no, Chewie, 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 we're home. We're home. There it is. And they got they got the the silver stormtrooper walking around. I don't know who that guy is. He looks cool. Yeah. Um. And the, the, when they announced it, the craziest thing about the the trailer wasn't even the trailer. But when they announced it at that, I think it was like Star Wars Day. It was some type of big celebration. Big yeah. Convention. It was out in Anaheim. Yeah. Um. That 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 ball droid is real. Yeah, they, they, everyone come on this, built that thing. I, I saw it the first trailer. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Assume there's some element of CG. Uh, was a computer graphics? No, the thing comes running out of the stage. How yeah. they make that? I don't know. I mean, what's the budget for this movie? Is it Infinity? I, it, it might just be Infinity. Yeah. It might just be Infinity. Um, and it'll make Infinity, and it'll be fine. Um, and and Battlefront. Did you play Battlefront back in the day? No, I didn't. I, did I honestly not. didn't either. Uh, Ch- my little brother Chaz was huge into it. It's basically, it sounds like, and it, it's Dice who's making it, who are the perfect guys, the Battlefield people. And the trailer looks awesome. I, from what I've heard, they didn't really show, it was all in-game, in-engine. Yeah, which is a little kind of a weasel word yeah, for it. because it wasn't, really it's a first-person shooter, and we didn't see any of that. But the people, uh, you know, the big outlets, IGN and them, who got the closed-door viewing of the actual gameplay, said that the graphics are what you see there that there's not nice there's no upscaling or anything like yeah. that um uh th- it's toned down from battlefront 2 where in um excuse me in battlefront 2 you had like you'd go from in atmosphere to out atmosphere and you could like yeah. battle in the ship that's above and you could have two ships and two hangars and you're flying in between this is definitely taking a step back where it's just all in atmosphere it's, it's gonna be maps it's gonna be maps like battlefield you know when you have jets flying overhead you know, ground battle. If you, if you like Battlefield in that style, I feel like it's going to be very similar, um, which I'm fine with. Um, they announced this week. I, I saw that there's there's no iron sights, which is interesting. That is interesting. 
they said there's some some have scopes, but there's no automatic iron sight for like your your regular <laughs> blaster. Which meh, I could give that a try. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm just that's probably I might be more excited for that game than than the other big shooters. And we we talked about this off air where it's uh it's Battlefront. Halo Five and Call of Duty all coming out three weeks and three Tuesdays in a row. <laughs> uh, Battlefront, I think, is uh, maybe my most anticipated there. Me too, because I mean, I'm sure the other two will be great. Yeah, but we'll, we'll we've see. Seen it before we'll see what we haven't seen any gameplay of Halo Five yet. We've seen those awesome trailers with Locke and, and Master Chief. We played at uh, PAX. We, we did. Too. We, we played at PAX. I we played dominated. The yeah. So um, that looks great too. But um, but yeah, really, really excited about Star Wars and Battlefront. It's gonna be great. It's gonna come out. I think what three weeks before the movie comes out. I think it's yeah. like November third, and yeah. then the movie's like December. Christmas Eve, right? Or Christmas? Or it's Christmas, but I think it's like early or mid December. Okay. Uh, so it's gonna be perfect. It's gonna get us all jacked up for that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I can't wait for that. It's gonna be awesome. So, I'm totally doing 3D IMAX for that. Oh, absolutely. I'm glad. Glad we can end on a high note of Star Wars after we had some some pessimistic like yeah. economic talk. Yeah. So good. I think this is a good place to end it. You know, we're excited for Star Wars. We're mad at Batman. <laughs> yeah. Batman game and Batman movie. We're mad at him, but we're happy about Star Wars. We're happy about Mortal Kombat. Um, I think uh, next week, next week, I want a long Bloodborne talk with you about, because I'm hoping that right. you've made significant yes, progress. Yes, I will okay. try to do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, well, thanks for listening, guys. Episode three, longly anticipated episode three. Wrapping up. It's in the books. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, guys, thank you again for listening. We're going to be on a more consistent schedule now. Everything's kind of calmed down. And with that said, thank you and goodbye, Gaming LLC people. Peace.